Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Hey now, away we go. It's Carmen and Yurko. Uh, by the way, 24 hours from right now, we have uh, big station news. So, Big station news. That's something, all I can say. Something to do? Something big coming down the pipeline? You'll want to be here 24 hours from now. Shake at the stick. We'll go live, boss. What We're do gonna you go think? Live. We're going to go live. There's a shake at the stick, shake boss. The stick. We're going to go, go live. live. There's a, you should always be here. I mean, come on. You yeah, know the drill. stop, baby. This is where the action's at. 12 to 220. That's where we're at. Well, Crosstalk mean, is uh, 2 to 225 with our good friends uh, Waddle and Sylvie. I think is, we got an unhinge coming out, too. Oh, we got shortly. a plan for unhinge. We got two we got announcements coming. Yeah, we got a game plan for unhinge, too. People have been asking. The question uh, I get most frequently when people aren't yelling at me is... When is Whiskey Wednesday coming back? That'll be in a few weeks. And when is the next Unhinged going to drop? We've got news on Unhinged coming. Yes. In the next week or so, we got a big station announcement tomorrow at noon. A big to-do. You won't want to miss it, but you never want to miss being with us, being with the whole happy family here at ESPN and Chicago. You never know Watch on YouTube, be. listen on the app. You never know what it might be. It might be that Carmen Yurko are heading to London, Carmen Yurko are heading to Florida, Carmen Yurko are going out to L.A. to gallivants around Hollywood a little bit. Maybe be out there. Uh, they might put our stars out there. We don't know. That ain't happening. What, what was that? Sunset Boulevard? Is that Ventura Boulevard? Sunset Where is that? Boulevard. Right by the uh, the Man Theater mm-hmm. over there? That, isn't it the Mandarin Theater? I, I don't think. know what it is. I'm pretty sure. Well, either one. I mean, it's by the theater. You and I might get some stars out in Hollywood. I don't know. It could be anything is the point. It could be anything I think it's the, I think the Man Theater is a different place you're thinking of. I think it very of. much yeah. is. Yeah. I think it's the Mandarin Theater, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I'm not mistaken. If, you're, if you want to go to the Man Theater, I'm sure they'll, oh, oh, well. they'll take your dollars. Hey, I'm sure. I don't know what kind yeah, of theater you're looking to go to. Up. That's where they filmed behind the green door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, but, all types uh, of good stuff. No, yeah, you'll want to be here tomorrow because we do have an announcement. That was with Linda Lovelace. Okay. Back in the day, yeah. and it's not like uh, it, it, it. It's not. It's not something silly that we're just well, being hyperbolic the name about. Of the theater, then, then it uh, is. It's, I'm. I'm almost positive. It's isn't it the Chinese Mandarin Theater? I'm is almost that what positive. It is? That's, well, that's where we're going to get our I stars. They might be doing that. If I'm wrong, some Abdallah will fact I mean, check me. God forbid you and I don't get recognized for the quality that we've put out in the in the world for the last fifteen years. Chris and Adam are fact checking me as we speak. A Yurko last night gave out a a winner, guys. A, a winner, winner chicken dinner parlay. We brought it up. We talked about you it. You said take all the overs on Jokic's all, line, all and it all over, hits. All the overs on Jokic, as the, they held on to beat the of Pacers. It's Jokic, but that's fine. They it was the originally named Man's Chinese Theater. There you go. Originally, well, maybe Yurko was kind of right. And now it's called the TCL's Chinese Theater. All right. TCL's. There's TCL no Mandarin in there. Well, it's got a sponsor. Yeah. Chinese. Well, of now course it does. Yeah. I mean, what doesn't? But it did used to be called the Man's Chinese Theater. It did, yes. But not the Man's. Man as in someone's name. He said it was M-A-N-N apostrophe S. I get it. But if I said Man's. Yeah, yeah. Well, you make it that I didn't say Men's. I said Man's. Terrence Mann. Yeah, Terrence Mann. The boat rocker. So yeah. you have to pick an NBA uh, little parlay to I give out tonight. Something. I think people want to roll the money over that they roll won last over, night. Baby. 600. I'm up. If you've got a one-unit play, it's 600. 
If you're Sylvia, you got sixty dollars to play with. Yes. Right. No. I mean, no, it's one. being accurate, right? His unit's ten dollars. His unit is ten dollars. He's ten dollar yeah. unit guy. All right. He, he is a ten dollar. Yeah. Guy. Then I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. I'm going to go right here to ESPN. I'm going to go to NBA. I don't have a system. You know, your guy Mikey. He's got a system. Mike North's got a system. He's. I don't know why I'm playing it, but my system brought this up, and it brings it to his attention, and he does it. I do not have a system. So when I take a look at what's happening and what's going on, I might look for an individual that I think is going to have a good night. I might look for a team that I think is going to have a good night. As I check out the matchups today, I got Cleveland going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. And uh, there's a coaching change there. There is. Doc Rivers Um, is the new head coach. It might be a team that's somewhat motivated because the players got what they wanted. I'm sure yes. it's the players oh, oh, that were crying, specifically one Greek player, oh, number 34, that. that was probably whining more than anybody for a coaching change. Now you're going to get what you want. How are you going to perform? Well, listen, I told or you, does he uh, even play? Who? Giannis? Yeah, yeah I so. Giannis. I, I think he's got a, a sore shoulder. Giannis play the last game. Uh, he's got a sore shoulder, Carm. I, I will tell you that, and I mentioned this yesterday, they were complaining four games in. Yeah. About Adrian Griffin. That's never a good sign, well, especially when you've got a team... That's got a couple of superstars on it, and yeah. one guy who's maybe the second or third best player in the league, who's already won a championship, who's stayed there, who's got a lot of gravitas up there. It's not good when you know for Adrian Griffin. The the writing has been on the wall since like the second week of the season. That's never a good thing. I can't think of too many coaches that get clipped when they're thirty. What, what are they? Thirty uh, and thirteen, right? Yeah, 30 and 13. 30 and 13. 30 and 13. That's three, four. That's, you're talking about Carm. like a near 700. Yeah. What is that? About a 70 winning percentage? Did my math check out on that? The situation was untenable. Uh, yeah, no, I know. But, I mean, you're not going to see that very yeah, often. It's I think about I read the 700. It was, right? It's a little percentage. over 700. Yeah. Fact check me. You're better at math. I think that's a little well, over 700. I don't have fact check you. I'll just look it up. No, 698 to be exact. Okay, 698. I'm sorry. I was, I was 698. I knew it was somewhere right you're around right there. 700. Right there. Yeah. On, on the math there, like, you don't see guys get clipped very often, but when Giannis and Dame are unhappy, That's uh, right. guess what? Doc Rivers comes Doc across. Rivers. And I'll, I'll just say this real quick. We'll transition into some um, into some football. But. Right. Let's go. So, Doc, uh, Black and Abdallah were talking about this last night. Doc uh, was promoted to the A-team. He didn't even make it to the All-Star break. <laughs> he was promoted to the A-team on ESPN. What Do you think they call Van Gundy today? And they're like, hey. Hey, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, we know you were looking for a job. Are you but hey, doing anything? Hey, we need you. <laughs> it's like Wait, Wood and Mellon out of the stands in, in, in back to school. Right. Hey, Mellon, what we is, need you. Like ABC's about to get into the meat of it. Like once yeah. football's over, the Sunday games. Right. So like, what are they going to well, do? What are they going to do? What are they going to give us? I don't know. He's I think a, they should he's a it. consultant on the Celtics right now. Who is Van Gundy? Yeah. Van Gundy is. How about Windhorse doing some uh, play-by-play? I don't think Wendy's really like an analyst kind of guy. Are you sure? I think you, he can they're not pull looking it for play by play. You're looking for an analyst. Oh yeah, for an analyst. I think he can pull it off. I don't think so. Oh, does does like Reddick go into like what happened? Put the headset on. I, I just think it's hilarious. Like Doc didn't even make it. Doc didn't make it to the end of the football season. Well, the the, the thing is, Jeff Van Gundy. The reports were they were worried about him taking a job. And that's why they didn't want Amazing. him to be on the broadcast anymore going Amazing. forward. Didn't somebody say, like, wait a minute, guys. It, the first coach to get fired, they're going to call Doc. 
Didn't somebody at ESPN have the foresight to be like, wait, this is like the Kraus thing with the Bulls a few weeks ago. They Didn't did not. someone in the planning meeting go, I don't know if it's a good idea if we have his widow out there because he's probably going to get booed. Like, doesn't someone step up in one of these meetings and go, guys, I'm just telling you, the first coach that gets fired, they're going to, Doc's name's going to come up. I mean, you know, you got all these people in these rooms. Yeah, they should know. Now, I'll say this. If somebody gets fired from a 30 and 13 team, his name's going to be the first one to get called. I'll say this. I very much like Doc Rivers. As a person. As a person. Yeah. And I won't pretend like I'm close with Doc, but I've been around Doc Rivers enough over the years. I covered the league when Doc first started coaching in Orlando. We had an interview with Doc in Austin, his son, upstairs at the McDonald's All-Star Game. Uh, We did. Yeah, remember that? Yes, we did. in studio. I've been around Doc over the years a little bit. I know a lot of people still in the league just from my time covering the league at, at different places that have always spoke very highly of Doc. You listen to what players say about Doc. I like Doc very much. My my being around him and my instinct tells me Doc is one of the good ones in, in terms of who he is as a person. I think he cares about his players deeply. I think that's the thing that guys have liked most about Doc. But here, don't hate me for saying this now, okay? I can already feel it on YouTube, on the chat, and on Twitch. I'm not sure Doc's a great head coach. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's not. I don't think you're going too far out on a limb. Oh, on that. I guarantee you, they're already killing me. No, chat. because like, I, like his Doc, reputation I, I, in the playoffs is horrible. I, I really don't. As much as I like Doc Rivers, I don't think Doc's a like. I don't think he's a great coach. I don't even know if he's close to being a great coach. I don't think. Let's face it, Yerk. If there's no KG and Tom Thibodeau, there ain't no ring for the Boston Celtics. Uh, that, okay. That's a fact. If Tom Thibodeau's not on that coaching staff and Kevin Garnett is not there, there's no ring for the Celtics. Zero rings. There's no ring. Okay. I can promise you. I just don't think Doc's a very good coach. I get why everybody wants a piece of him when stuff like this happens. And what I do think Doc will do when he gets to Milwaukee is sort of steady the ship. Because that thing was listing, Yurko. As we talked about yesterday, that thing's listing. Mm-hmm. And I think Doc will steady the ship. What happens come playoff time in a series against Embiid and the Sixers? Or, you know, Jimmy and Bam and Jaime and now Terry Rozier in the Heat? Or the Boston Celtics? We'll see. But history has shown us, like Adam just said, the playoff failure and the lack of adjustment from game to game in the playoffs is I think very real maybe uh, Doc bucks that trend he's got certainly a lot of talent and I wish him the best because I think he's a terrific person and I like Doc and he's easy to cheer for and he's a Chicago guy so good luck to Doc Rivers I hope it works out but uh, it's pretty wild when you see I and listen I'm not I wasn't surprised by the news one bit like I said, this started two weeks into the year. But when you see a guy get clipped at the knees that's 33 and, uh, and whatever they are, 30 and, and 13, uh, near seven, you know, you're winning nearly seven out of every 10 of your games. That's a surprise. I think I read it was the first time since, like, a coach had that high of a winning percentage since it happened to uh, David Blitt in Cleveland. What, that would have been LeBron's first year back in Cleveland. Does that sound right, guys? 
Did LeBron did LeBron get like halfway through the year and he's like, uh, not this knucklehead. Out. And they were, you know, they had a seventy, you know, seven hundred winning percentage probably because of LeBron. Right. But I yeah. think I think I read that. I'll I'll double check. I thought I yeah, read it in passing last night in one of the stories. And that makes sense because I think LeBron got a little half season taste of David Blitt and he was like, uh no. I also have a <laughs> That's six enough. I got a six legged banger. Oh, you do? I got a six legged banger when we come back. By the way, it might have been Blitz second year because wasn't second Blitz year. the coach when the Bulls? Blatt. Blatt. Did, yeah, not David Blitz. David Blatt. Blatt. I'm thinking of uh, David Blitz is the guy that came from Eurobasketball. Where did you get Blitz from? I'm thinking Blatt. of John Blitz from the Stern yeah. Show. Uh, David Blatt. David I'm Blatt. sorry, David Blatt. Wasn't Blatt the coach when LeBron up when they beat the Bulls in that series? Remember when uh, the Bulls had a chance to go up three run a three one, didn't they? And LeBron hit that corner three to tie yeah, it. I remember. It wasn't Blatt the one calling the timeout. Yeah, the timeout yes, left. Yes. So I think it might have been Blatt's second year. I think it took like LeBron a year and a half at least. He was like, I can't do I've, it. With I've this had guy enough. Anymore. I've like, had enough. This is enough. And we're gonna now we're gonna change coaches. It took a half a season. Yeah. For Giannis to get fed up with Adrian Griffin. Six-legged banger coming back. You have a six-legged banger. Six-legged banger. A parlay. Oh, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this one. All right. And it's got a theme. And it's all? It's got a theme. It's tonight's game. It's all hoops? It's tonight's game. Same game. Okay. It's all so, It's all teams with cats in their yeah. name. Yes. It's a six-legged banger. Or cats on their team. We'll yeah. start with the Timberwolves, and we'll go from there. No. All right, Yurko's got a six-team banger. No, six-legged banger. Six-legged, I'm sorry. It's prop bets, too. It's a six-legged Six-legged banger, man. Come on. I love your vernacular. Like a spider, baby. He's got a... That's eight, isn't it? No, octopus uh, is eight. Spiders are six. Spiders got six? Octopus definitely has eight. Octo. Uh, Coming up, Yurko gives you the six-legged spider banger special of the day. Six-legged banger. 312-332-3776. I had poor David Blatt as David Blitt. That's how little of an impact he left on the NBA. We'll be right back. Listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. What? Yeah, David. I was right. Blatt was that coach that year when LeBron. Remember, he hit that corner three. That one haunted uh, the Bulls and the Bulls fans for a little while. I remember yeah. thinking of that one. Like, damn, might have been a time to actually get him, and you, you didn't. And Blatt was over there trying to call a timeout when they didn't have one, and the refs missed it, and Tyron Lue was pulling him back. Well, it was halfway through the next year. They they were 30-11, and 11, so pretty similar to what Milwaukee is. But LeBron had had enough. Mm-hmm. But at least he gave it a year and a half and a finals appearance. I've got you. Giannis said no. And I was right. Uh, uh, spiders got eight legs. Eight, eight legs, legs for spiders? About. Yeah. Eight-legged creatures? Yes. Oh, boy. What's the matter with you? I'm a little upset with myself. Now, give us your eight, right. I'm sorry, your, your six, six-legged legged banger. banger for the night, NBA so it, style. It's got a theme. It's in one game tonight. It's the Dallas Mavericks going up against the Phoenix Suns. Mm. It's got a Slovenian-Bosnian tilt to it. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. So I got the over for Doncic points, 33 and a half. All right, hold on. Doncic over, over 33 and a half. 33 and a half. Rebounds over eight and a half for Doncic. Assists over, over eight and a half rebounds. Eight and a half rebounds. Okay. Assists nine and a half. Over? Over, yes. So he's almost going to have a triple-double. Right, almost triple. Jurkic, well, he's got to have a triple-double because both of those ask, well, maybe no, nine. Half. He nine gets rebounds. nine. I got you. Jurkic unders. Jurkic under. Okay. Unders. Uh, points were ten and a half, Adam? 
Yurkic, yes. Yeah, under ten, ten and a half points. All under right. ten and a half For points. Nurkic, yeah. Rebounds under eleven and a half. Yes. Uh, assists under three and a half. Okay. So over on the Slovenian, under on the Bosnian. What does that okay? pay? It was twenty three something. It's right now. It's plus twenty three fifty nine. Okay. Plus twenty three fifty nine. Okay. But Pretty if you good. go on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, they have a fifty percent profit boost on any sports wager right now. That Which would take it up to plus thirty five forty. That's what we're talking about. Wow. On a hundred dollar play. Hundred dollars when you're thirty five forty. Ooh, I'm telling 10 you. Ten bucks will get you three fifty. There's a chance Nurkic is out in the first quarter with a, uh, a sprained ankle. Do you know what I'm that's, saying? That's why these props those three are in. And then we just need Doncic to be Doncic. All right, follow it tonight, everybody. In the mass, now give everybody Wait, a reason. Is to watch that your injury maps. report, or are you just hoping he gets a sprained no, ankle? No, I'm saying if he gets a sprained ankle, okay. boom, it's done. That's different than saying he's day to day. He's entering the game with a sprained ankle. I didn't. I didn't. You see what I'm saying? Like that's why I, Carmen put his head down because I didn't give anybody a prognosis. You're hoping he gets injured. What is? Well, if he gets injured, what I'm saying is those three bets are automatic then, <laughs> and then you've got Doncic to do what Doncic does. You would need Doncic to be Doncic. No sprained ankle. If you look at his, if you look at his averages, Nurkic against Dallas, those three unders come in very comfortably. Okay, okay, and I've already done that analysis. You've done that analysis. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Large sample size with that. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the sample this season? No, not this season. You look to he's on a new team this year, though. Yes, yes. You you looked historically. So you're looking at the Portland numbers. What what are you looking at? Yeah, it's Portland for sure. Okay, all games Nurkic has played against the Dallas Mavericks, dude. He's he's looking at he's looking at Denver numbers. That's how far he's going back, Chris. Everything. Yeah, I look back when he was playing with the Bosnian national team. I mean, he's played them a lot in his career. He's been his, he's been a Western Conference guy his whole career. So. That he has, Carm. He's played them a fair amount. Noted. Noted. Right, there's Yurko's six-legged non-spider stinger. That's right. Non-spider uh, Six-legged banger. banger. You called it a What's spider. six I legs? Call it six legs. Beatles. Beatles. What, uh, what has Beatles. six legs? Beatles have six ants, legs. Ants, right? Don't ants have six legs? Don't know. Ants. They got two antennas. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Nor do I care. Oh. Uh. This looks I'm like not they looking have, for six-legged looks creatures. Like six legs, I think. Which ones? That the should ants? be an easy Google search. Well, you would think six-legged creatures. Six legs. Six legs. Look at you, dude. Yeah. Look what at did you look major at in entomology in, uh, at Columbia? I, I mean, me? Yeah, entomology. No, I, I said entomology. No, I, I read yeah. a book once. That's impressive. I thought that's the the, the study of words. Entomology is the study of well, insects. I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm either. not telling you. I'm exact. Thought it was You're the study of, of words. That's the etymology of a word, is not it? entomology. Yeah, we're Come calling on. it the uh, the anteater's six leg ant par- parlay. What's the matter? Ooh, I love an anteater. And the Bulls back in action tomorrow against the Lakers. Lakers lost last night. I can't believe how good the Clippers look. The Lakers are a little. You know, they're playing without LeBron right now. But I'm telling you, I was a year early on my Clipper love. Actually, I had tickets the last two years on the Clippers. You know what I got out of those? What? Bupkis. Bupkis. Do I bet it now? I think you should. When there's not even much value anymore, if I was going to do it, I should have done it a month ago. Long They're down to like 8-1. to one. There's a youngster walking around with a Detroit Lions hat on. Did you see that in the city of Chicago? First time ever, I think. I he had a Lions chapeau on. I can't believe how much I like. Here at the State Street Studios, the ESPN Chicago 1000 AM I can- State Street Studios. I can't believe how much I like Dan Campbell. I can't because it's the Lions I, and, and they're I'm a glad division you love rival. Him. He's done some real stupid things this year, and he's cost his team a couple of games during the season, and that's fine. You know, he's going for it on his own 30 on fourth down, and, you know, 
Yeah, what are you? You're an idiot. He said, put it on me. You're an oh. idiot. Yes, you are. You're an idiot when you go for it on fourth down on your own 30 and was it results Belichick in a touchdown. Was an idiot when he did Coming it? out. No. You know when Belichick was a genius? When Belichick took the safety to only go down six points. Oh, I know, but I'm asking. Then he was going to need a I'm touchdown in a to come back and I'm asking win. you, in a playoff game, when Belichick went for it in deep in his own territory, was he an idiot? When you miss it, you're an idiot. When you make it, you're a genius. That's a rough way to no, that's judge the way the world someone. Works. That's the way the world works. Maybe in your mind. No, that, maybe you should judge the, that's the process. That's the way the world works. Maybe world in your works, mind. Yeah, with, with, in everybody's mind. No. When you're successful on something, when you gamble... Then yeah, look at him. He's a uh, boy. That guy is uh, uh, he's a swashbuckler. Look at him. he goes by the flying by the seat of his pants. But when you do something like that and you and you lose, you do something like that and you don't make it, you're an idiot. I think that's yeah. a little harsh. Yeah, well, it's a harsh world. Uh, that's true, but I don't know that that's a fair way to grade or or subjectively nothing's look at someone. Nothing's fair about anything. That's what you keep trying well, to find. There's nothing right. fair I mean, in the world. Geez, you know. There's just something so, you acquire so or something you don't. Uplifting. You either make it or you don't make it. I'm not here um, to make people happy. Okay? That's not well, what I'm here for. I'll say I'm this. here hopefully to inform people and to educate people on some things and make them laugh every once in a while without having to get naked. Dan Campbell is the ultimate don't judge a book by its cover. Isn't he? Oh, with the initial press conference? Yes. Yeah. Like, whether you think he's an idiot or not, and some of the decisions he's made, whether you think they're idiotic or not, can anyone argue that over the last three years, like, the guy can coach his team? He can coach. Dan Campbell can obviously coach. He's put good people around him. He's listened. He's tweaked things. He did it in his first season when he took over play calling for a little while. And he's got he's got that element, I think, Yerk, where it's very easy for guys to buy into him. I think I don't think he's full of BS. I think he truly cares. I think guys buy into him. And I don't know. How would you judge his first three years? To me, it appears Dan Campbell can really coach. Well, I mean, it's easy to judge. Uh, when you take a look at him, he came in, he got a franchise that was a losing franchise, and he's turned it around, specifically last year in the second half, where he got those guys playing the way they wanted to play. They built the team upstairs the way a team should be built yes, on the did. offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. They hit on a couple of players later on in the draft, which mm -hmm. makes life a whole lot easier. Sure does. Right? And they found pass rushers late in the uh, draft, too. I think that guy wasn't healthy enough this year. He was not year. healthy. Houston right. was not healthy. But you still found pass rushers later on, too. So you found impact players throughout the draft, and that's why they find themselves in a position where they could be somewhat successful. Could you kind of look at it like uh, he's just coaching in the wrong decade? Because, like, think but of it's all... working for him, though, Chris, No, no, you know? no, it's absolutely working. I'm saying, look at who gets hired. Yeah. Scrawny little nerdy <laughs> offensive, quote, geniuses. That's true. And he's a meathead he, he, football guy. He makes perfect sense. Yeah, tight He's end. someone who played. He was, uh, Yurko, he's someone that wasn't a star. Right. So he was a guy that had to work for he's everything he got in, in the NFL. Yep. I mean, it, like, he makes so much sense... But to all of us, it's like, well, you're kind of like in the wrong decade. Like if yeah. you were a coach in the early 90s or in the 80s, like he would have been, yeah, of course, Dan Campbell's a great coach. I Look at him. He played yeah. and he's a hard-nosed guy. Yeah. Sure. I would say his persona. Yeah. 
is more old school. Yes. But I do believe that with uh, all the numbers and with the people that he's hired with he's him. He's in, right? Yeah, he like, knows exactly. He's in. What, yeah, he knows what he's doing. That's kind of the beauty of him. Chris and is the, right. Like, he's a little meatheadish, but at the same time, like, he understands totally the game works. today. Like, he understands the math. And, and the argument that I will make that I've made all the time is math has always been a big thing yeah. in the NFL. We always utilized it. There were always percentages being talked about down in distance and formations and everything. They've now made it easier for the public to understand, and they've made those numbers now available to the public. But those numbers were always being utilized in the NFL. They were always being talked was about. Was win rate used when you were a player? What? Was no, win rate track. No. you got to admit, it's evolved. No. I well, see what you're I saying. Mean, there's di- math is involved. There's different course, but it is evolved. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, but I'm, I'm what I told you about the numbers, yeah. downs and distances, right. you guys, formations, yeah. yes. all that stuff. Yeah. You can't tell what's going to happen, but you can eliminate what's not going to happen, which did, sometimes helps you get to where you want to go. Did you see that little thing that NFL Network had, or I think SportsCenter might have had it too, but I put it in my Instagram story of Campbell like talking about the team. And maybe I'm being just sappy for, I, I don't know, there's there's something else going on in my brain, like the sentimental side of it that's being overly sappy. But did you see him talking about Detroit and that team? I should I'll I'll send it to Chris. Well we can play that maybe in a minute. It's just and I put it in my story and I'm like, it's kinda hard not to appreciate this guy. I just I think he's genuine and I think he cares and I think he has evolved probably in a way that he never thought he would when he was just a meathead football player, like grinding away a career as a tight end in this league. Like, I don't know. And we can't like the lions. We're bears fans, but they're oddly compelling and easy to, easy cheer, to cheer for, for right now. And I, I just, I, he's, I, it's kind of amazing what, like what he's done. And a lot of people think they have a real chance in San Francisco this weekend. We should play that coming up next. Speaking of numbers and, and uh, analytics and stuff like that, boy, cap was going nuts again. On analytics, a couple of days ago, uh, I want to play that and then I mean, respond. Oh analytics. my god, I want to play it and respond to what Captain said a couple of days ago about a decision that was made. You probably know where we're going with this. A decision that was made in one of the divisional games over the weekend. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll also start taking your phone calls. We got basketball. We got football calls already on the line. So sit tight, guys. We'll get to you. No guests today. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I will uh, hop out to the uh, phones here in just a second. Carmen and Yurko, watch us on YouTube. Make sure you click and subscribe on the station's YouTube page. Listen on the ESPN Chicago app anytime, anywhere. The cap is not uh, much into, I guess, analytics. But that that term these yeah. days, I mean, you know, sometimes there's just, like you always say, there's simple math right. that's involved. Yep. You know, math is, like your friend, I, we pretty much ascribe to that in every other walk of our life, but for some reason we're Less willing to do that in sports. I'm not quite sure why. Like in sports, it becomes, well, you're just a nerd. But basically every other decision you make in your life, you're probably doing it with some sort of mathematical model, whether you know it or not. 
But God forbid we use some math in sports. Cap's big anti-analytics. If Again, what that term even means these days, I don't know. He was hot uh, when Todd Bowles went for two the other day. The two-point conversion attempt. Stupid. Objectively the correct call. No, stupid. Dumb. That's when you're wedded to freaking analytics. And it's correct. It's stupid. You kick the extra point. You get the ball back, potentially, and you go down and you make a, fee- a, a, a touchdown and an extra point, and we're going to overtime. You don't roll the dice. So, heaven forbid, if I get the first two-pointer, now I can try and win the game. Well, guess what? You didn't. It's dumb. It's simple math, man. You need two touchdowns either way. No matter what, you need to score twice. You have a better than 50% chance of converting it at least once. If you get it on the first, you can win the game without going to overtime. It's easy. It's the easiest decision you can make. Yeah, I think it's stupid. I kicked the extra point. My team is playing them nose to nose. We're going overtime. I'm not rolling the dice on two-point conversions. What if you miss the extra point? They're not guarantees anymore. The odds of me missing the extra point versus making the two are overwhelmingly in my favor. Not really. Making both twos or making one of two twos, you probably have as good a chance of doing that as you do of... Hitting two no extra shot. points. No shot. I I hate the over-reliance on analytics in sports. Well, hate it with a passion. And again, analytics have a role. But I remember having this discussion with Theo, and he said, boy, I have this reputation because I went to Yale that I'm all analytics. Guy. He goes, we're more than 50% not analytics. Gut feel and what our eyes tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate the over-reliance what it is. The analytics say you do that. F the analytics. What does my gut tell me? I'm an NFL head coach. What does my gut say? Yeah. Not some guy in my headset. Holy cow. I don't know where to begin. Uh, <laughs> analytics has a place. F analytics. <laughs> oh, that's what I heard. Trust my gut, not my eyes. Uh, let's see if we can work through a couple of simple things. If Cap is so married to the idea that you should just be kicking the extra points, he should have argued that because of the rules changes in the NFL, I am now guaranteed to touch the ball in overtime in a playoff game. I, as a coach, would rather play for OT. Play for the tie. Yes, play for the tie. Like, okay, if that's your philosophy, he didn't say that. So I don't know if he, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming his philosophy would be because of the new rules, he would play it as play for overtime because I'm going to get the ball. over. In the old system, it probably would have been insane, don't you think? Yes. In the new system, if you want to make the argument, instead of saying F analytics, you should probably say, now that I'm guaranteed to touch the football, I'll go ahead and take my shot. We're in a playoff game. I'm going to play it a little bit more conservatively. I'll take my two extra points. If my kicker is good enough to make them, probably will. And I'll go to overtime. If you are a coach, though, that is going to take the approach into a playoff game, I don't want to risk overtime. I don't want to play an overtime game on the road. I'd right. like to win the game in regulation, that's what I would do, by the way. And if you don't you don't have to agree with that, that's fine. Right. Me, personally, I would go into a game saying, I want to win in regulation. 
If that is your stated objective, to win the football game in regulation, it's not analytics, it's called math. Math would dictate, and Shea was trying to walk him to it and explain it, but he wouldn't listen. Math would tell you your best probability of winning the game in regulation is to go for two. Does that mean it will always work? Of course not. There is a human element. There's maybe a luck element. Yurko plays cards. Yurko plays Texas Hold'em. Yes. When you're in a hand. You can crunch the and, numbers. And the, and the flop comes. And you're looking at your hole and uh, cards, your hole. Mm-hmm. And someone's bet into you. What are you doing sitting at the table? Crunching numbers. You are thinking about how many outs, outs do I do have? have? Yeah. How much am I already pot committed? Right. Is it mathematically feasible? Is it, math- is it worth it? Is it mathematically in my favor to right. go ahead and commit to Correct. that pot? Yes. Sometimes, guess what happens? You might lose. Yes. Okay. And that happens a lot. But mathematically, you are sitting there playing the probability. I per- don't perfect know. Perfect example. All in, ace king versus ace jack. Flop comes to jack four. Guess what just happened? Guess what just happened? My odds just went to hell, and I was already all in. Like, I don't see what's so hard for people to wrap their head around. I really don't. Like, now, again, maybe Cap's angle is, I don't want to win in regulation. I'm fine going to overtime because I'll possess the ball. Okay. I would do it a different way, but okay. But if your stated objective is to win the football game in regulation time, it's not F analytics. Simple math would dictate you go for two when you score your first touchdown. All right. So can I give you the numbers that it's crunched off of? Just so it make it easier for people to understand. Sure. Since 2015, since the NFL moved the uh, extra point back 15 yards. Okay. The conversion rate on that is 95% on the extra point. What did it used to be? Like 99%. 99%. Yeah, 95%. So it's 95%. Okay. The two-point conversion rate is, since 2015... Slightly over 50? It's 47.5%. 47. Okay. So 47.5 times two, because it's two points, worth two, two points, points mm-hmm. is 95. So it's identical, identical, the number. But if you kick the extra point, you can only score two points. If you go for two extra points, you can score four points. Correct. So there's in well, line. You only need two and one, actually. Your theoretical yeah. inv- advantage. I understand, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Yes. There's your theoretical advantage. Yes. Yep. So and it's, in that position, when you want to go for two points right away, you can. And then if you only have one pointer to go ahead and win or a two pointer to tie later on. The likelihood of you, you know, failing, you're, you're more likely to make. One, one and one two. and failing. Yeah, exactly. One one. Yeah. exactly. One of two. That yes. is correct. And that's why it makes you're perfect most sense. Likely, you're most likely to make the extra point and the extra point. Yes. To guarantee yourself almost two points. You're 95% assured that you will get two points. And at that point, you're playing for right. the tie. You know, but yes. yes. There's a mathematical edge. If, if you want to win the game in regulation, if that is your... Plan going in, if that is your objective, then mathematically it behooves you. The probabilities are on your side to go ahead and go. Uh, Mike is in Bourbon A. What's up, Mike? Hey. Happy uh, hump day, fellas. Happy hump day. So, uh, quick, I want to uh, talk about the number nine pick because I think uh, 
I hear too much about the one. But my first question, though, is how much do you think Tyler Scott's going to get for number 13 after we get Williams? <laughs> Probably a pretty penny. At least a very nice watch, Mike, <laughs> if that happens. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, there's a mock draft out last night, and it had the Bears taking out receiver at nine. Yeah. My question is, uh, you know, but also there, I believe there was like six or seven wide receivers in the first round and like eight offensive linemen. Uh, what do you think the value we could get if we move down from nine to say fourteen fifty and just get the best available player, a best alignment or a uh, receiver that's left there? What do you think we could get by moving back there and then also or stay at nine and take Dewalt and then grab a receiver in the second round? Take who? Did you say? Hey, stay at nine and take Joe Alt. Oh, take Notre Joe Alt. Joe Alt's probably not going to be there at nine. That's the problem, Mike. If you look, and who knows the way these mocks go, you really don't. I mean, who the heck knows? But most of them right now, I don't know that he'll get there. So you might be looking at the second best there. The Bears also might be very content with Braxton Jones. It kind of seems like they are. They might not be in play for one of those tackles, but uh, your guy Alt might be gone. And then in terms of what could, you could get, well, Mike, just going off of the value chart. And these teams follow it somewhat closely. There's a difference of about 250 points between, like you said, 9 and 14 or 9 and 15. You're, you're dealing in roughly 200-ish, 250-ish points. And you start to make your trades or at least formulate your trades off of that because the teams do use these charts. Pick one's worth 3,000. That's obviously the most valuable. So that gives you a little bit of a guideline on what you might be able to get, but they have the, they look, they've got the capital to be able to get even more if they deem, you know, if, if they line up their board and they say, we still find value in certain players that we're going to get later, then yeah, you better believe they might move one of those picks. Cause I'm sure he'd love to find a way to get back in the second round. More of your phone calls coming up at three, one, two, three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. Carmen and Yurk live in our State Street studios. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. From two and t- uh, coming up at two, they're on two to six today. Black and Abdallah six to seven forty-five. Then it's hoops. Northwestern versus Illinois tonight. College basketball for your listening pleasure on the ESPN Chicago app on AM one thousand on FM one hundred point three HD two. Big uh, station announcement tomorrow at noon when we go on the air. You'll be you want to be listening for that. Let's say at a Dean downtown. What up, Dino? Oh, boy, I'll tell you, fellas. Shane Norling is just unbearable sometimes. Not yesterday. He was right on. Well, the thing is, you can't just say definitively that you're going to do that. Cap made some good points. And in the words of Chevy Chase and Dirty Work, one of my all-time favorite movies, hindsight's twenty twenty, my friend. Uh, okay. But, uh, no, he um, uh, actually, the, the point Cap needed to make, he never made. And that was, I'd rather roll the dice in overtime because I get the ball. But he never made that. Well, let's 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 agree to disagree. Yeah. Good afternoon, Carmen York, and afternoon. a special Good shout afternoon. out to the hardest, the hardest working man in Deerfield, the great Randy Merkin. You can find his book behind the glass on Amazon now. Okay. Yeah. May I say before I get to my point, find it in my garbage. Okay. Nice. May I say before I get to my point, 
It's that, yes, two days ago, Sylvie took a shot at me on the air oh, no. when I was vulnerable and not in a position to defend myself. The people me? need to be the people need to be informed here. I was on the treadmill at four and a half MPH. So just to let everyone know, I have seen Sylvie at my gym a dozen times over the last couple of years. Never exercising, not once. I no, see his wife all the time. I saw Allie. What is he I saw Allie a half an hour ago, and I know for a fact she's here all the time working out. He's always walking Braxy around the basketball courts, the mm. tennis courts, the locker room. Uh, he's having his kids pee in the pool, all that stuff. Okay. Um, so, anyways, I'll, I'll get to the point where I called. I don't please, have any affiliation. Do. I had a little parlay for myself. I wanted to share with you guys. I don't have any affiliation with any one app or site, guys. I use them all and shop them for the best value in odds boost. Yes. One of them's offering a single-game parlay, uh, 50% boost up to $25. Yurik, I'm not sure if that's enough to wet your whistle either and tickle your fancy, is it? Uh, no, any, anytime I can get something free well, and I can wager it, well, what's, well, no, the, what's the parlay? Go ahead. What is it? All right, good. Yeah, this does a plus 600, so you can boost it to plus 900. Beautiful. Pounds, point total is 24.5. I'll take the over on that. Uh, he took 15 threes and made 10 last night. They're putting his his uh, three-point total at two and a half at plus 140 is what I got it at. Going to take that. Over? Jordan Poole. Yeah, over that. Jordan Poole over one and a half threes. And then the fourth leg is Kyle Kuzma over 24 and a half points and rebounds combined. Are, the threes, get that. are the threes made threes? Is that no, what we're asking? Yeah, just yeah, made, all made, made threes. Made threes. Made Jordan threes. Poole you. over... Jordan Poole over one and a half, and Cat over two and Boy, a half. I don't like, and, I don't like uh, betting. The, I don't like betting anything with the Wizards. But all right, I, I, it makes hey, some wait, sense. Hey, wait, my last point. My okay. last point. Before I went to work yesterday, I called the Chozo on Tyler Rocky and told him the first thing I saw, or third thing I thought when I saw Kuiper's mock draft was that the Patriots are going to draft Drake May, and he's going to be the second coming of Josh Allen. And this makes me terrified, fellas. We cannot afford to live in a world where Shea Norling is gloating. Oh, Have okay. a good day. All right, Dean. Why do you got to take some <laughs> taking shots? And, and uh, Sylvie's getting workouts in. He's uh, he's all bust these chasing, days. He's chasing little Braxy around. I don't That's know. I don't know what happens at the gym. I don't know where I mean, they. Listen, I don't know. That, that could be a little bit of a workout if you've ever had to chase kids down. I mean, that could be an exhausting uh, venture. Today's my uh, my nephew Dylan's birthday. Today. Happy birthday to Dylan! He turns fifteen. And, uh, he's, he's a soccer player. No, Michael's a soccer player. Uh, is he the one that uh, you talk about being short all no, the time? No, Dylan's big. <laughs> I think that makes Mikey even more pissed off. Dylan's playing football. He's uh, just finished fresh. He's in, he's a freshman at right. uh, Naperville Central. Uh, right. He pl- played football this the year. The Red Devils? Yes. Uh, they're the Red Hawks, I believe. Oh, they changed? Aren't Red they? Hawks. That's I, fine. I, I Red Hawks. Let's do Red Hawks. I don't even know. For shame on me. I went to Naperville North. I don't even remember. They, they used to be... I can't even remember. Who the hell knows? I was telling him, though, uh, but he these kids work out like they're maniacs. I mean, it's unbelievable. And he's really put together because he did gymnastics for sure, a long time, sure. ever since he was a kid. And so he's so strong. And I was telling him, you got to talk to Uncle Johnny. Pick Uncle Yurko's brain. Yeah, what does he need? I said, you know, he was telling me, uh, you know, where he's working out. I said, you got to go into a gym where there's no mirrors and there's just big bowls of chalk. That's and right. squat bars. And the fives, man. <laughs> and he's laughing. He goes, what? What the kind of workout made. place is that? I said, you're going to the wrong place. No, you talked to Uncle Johnny. No, no, we had mirrors there. <laughs> you, you? Had, you had to look at your form. You got by the squat rack and quads gym in Calumet City, quads Illinois. Gym, I told them. Plenty of mirrors, Carm. But a big thing of chalk, right, Eric? Well, and just, the, and yeah. just 
Dar- bom- big, darbell, uh, dumbbells and barbells. Yeah, when the big, where the big iron rides high and threatens lives, and the noise is made with big forty fives. You got to. Is that what you talking yes, about? I was like through a cloud of chalk. I said, "Listen, you want to play football? Talk to Uncle Johnny. The, He'll you tell you how to get strong." That's the you ain't been squatting poem. You know it. that. One. I love it. You find those on T-shirts. That's what you should get. Him. Plate life, baby. Get him. Can you find those? Yeah, give right, him a T-shirt with that squat thing on. All right, I'll find it. Where, that. you know, when the guy's trying, I'm doing leg extensions and leg right. curls, I too. It. I love it. And I'm on the leg press. He goes, son, you haven't been squatting. Get that in a side of steroids. Yeah. All you right. Forgot Watch you. it. Dude, well, he's, hey, that's listen. what all the kids on TikTok are doing now. All the People, kids on TikTok are on roids. I'm telling you, I'll be honest with you. I go, you take the junk, but that's the easy way. That's the yeah. cheater's way. He's so strong. You can do it, and it'll be there, but guess what? Once you do it, you're going to want to keep continuing to do it. He's not. And you're going to want to do it over and over and over again to the point where it becomes it becomes habitual. I thought this was the year we were going to take HGH as a show. Well, I'm I'm getting old enough, maybe, if my doctor says. Old enough? What's age? I'm taking HGH. Let's do it. No, you're not. No, I'm saying we should start. If my doctor says, I will. I'm not starting it for not without a doctor. I thought we were throwing analytics out the window. There's an alley over (laughs) there. Yeah, they're gut. Gut feel. All right, let's do some initiations and steroids. My gut says it's okay. There's an alley. This was just in Mexico. He could have gotten it all for us. He could have gotten it for free. Yeah, listen, Wabash uh, on Wabash and Madison, the alley over there, they got a guy selling synthetic HGH over there. He vouches for it. He vouches for it. That's good. Says it's the best. Let's do some street HGH. Will you stop? I mean, come on. What? It's Carmen and York over back in two minutes.